Welcome back to Live Laugh Lorazepam. We are doing episode five today. We are very excited to be talking about making plans, canceling plans, and what Julie and I like to call the apology tour after you've been in a dark place and canceling plans left and right. And going back to the first topic, the excitement of someone else canceling plans when you just wanted to sit on the couch. And I'm going to address my nasally voice because I find it obnoxious. I'm getting over COVID and it kicked my butt. And I passed out at Lady Gaga, which made my brother miss half of the show. And I missed half of the show, which I waited two and a half years for. I'm also going to address that people have told Abby (laughs) and myself that my voice isn't loud enough. I'm honored that they want me to be louder. <laughs> honored. So I'm now making Julie sit ridiculously close to the microphone. <laughs> she's I, she's basically like has her face in the spit guard thingy that we have. I don't even know what these are called, but oh my spit gosh. Guard works. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, so that's my voice. Um, COVID sucks. Get vaccinated. Um, just be smart don't pass out at Lady Gaga when you think you've recovered (laughs) I wasn't contagious anymore I'm gonna say that I wait I followed all the guidelines and Lady Gaga tickets that I bought two and a half years ago Um, yeah I mean like you didn't even feel off that day it was I was just tired combination of like exhaustion and heat and lack of water and you're on your feet the whole time in a concert so I've had um, a very rough three weeks yeah, Julie has, um, the reason for today's topics is almost to poke fun at Julie because she's canceled on me two times so far in the last few weeks, and I was laughing really hard because I got a text message from her being like, please don't hate me, and I was like, uh, we do this podcast for fun, so if it's stressing you out, that sort of defeats the purpose of a mental health podcast. I was so stressed. Well, we had just made the plans to record this weekend, and I forgot I was camping, and we'd already asked Nicole, and then I'm like, uh, hey guys, um, I have to cancel because I'm camping. <laughs> um, so then we realized we were both free tonight. So we're, we're also trying to figure out how to have um, guests on, like in person, virtually. And you would not believe the amount of technology that goes into this stuff. I feel dumb. I know. I I There's so much about audio that I just don't understand. You don't understand the anxiety I have when we're recording until I hit save when we finish. And I play back at least the first 10 seconds to know that it's actually there. Like, I see the sound waves on my screen, but I'm like, how much louder can I make it so I can, like... Yeah. Because <laughs> we're trying to keep the quality of the audio um, pretty standard, but it's difficult with our mics. In every episode, I feel like we learn something new about audio quality and, like... I'm taking a picture of your setup. <laughs> Abby has to hold her mic on a <laughs> box of matches um, to get the buzzing to stop. I don't... It's like the microphone has to be upside down in I order... I'm <laughs> um, Okay. 
we can ramble on and on. Yeah, sorry. We're a little delirious tonight as well. We're both very, very tired. Um, but excited to be doing this because it's been a few weeks now since we've got to do this together. And, um, oh, my God. Yeah, we haven't recorded for a month. I know. Wow. A lot has happened in the last month. Yes. All right. So um, talk to me about, like, how you feel when someone wants to make plans and then when they cancel plans. So when someone wants to make plans, I'll be honest, it depends on who it is. For sure. Um, I depend it depends on who it is and what the plan is. Um, but if I don't feel up for it, if it's someone I'm close to, like here, I'll just tell you. Yeah. Um, if I'm anxious about it and it's not someone I'm close with, I'll usually say, let me think about it. Um, and then I let my anxiety stew and be like, you don't, you want, you don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, oh, I can't. Do you ever, do you ever do the opposite? And say I can. Like, I will be like, oh my God, yeah, we should totally go bungee jumping. And then like it gets, you know, anywhere closer to setting up a time or planning a date or something like that. And I'm immediately like finding any excuse I can possibly find not even bungee jumping is probably a terrible example because I never ever want to go bungee jumping but like let's go out and or let's go somewhere and do something big it always feels like a oh yeah that sounds great and then the second we start trying to plan it I'm like this was the worst decision of my life yeah no I do the same yeah because at first sometimes I am excited um but then as the the days lead up to that it could be anything but if I'm in like and I don't want to leave my house phase. I just like the anxiety builds every day we get closer and I'm like praying for an out. Like just praying something like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Somebody needs me. Yeah. Like someone in my family needs me. Oh, no. I wonder how much of that is like anxiety versus um, just like personality of like introvert versus extrovert or... Like, I feel like I say yes to plans with people because I'm people-pleasing. And then I forget that I'm an introvert and I really want to read a book in bed alone. <laughs> the funny thing is, you like, I know you're an introvert because I know you, but then, like, what, like the things you do and if some yeah. outsider, you're not, like, to them, you're an extrovert. No, I, I, like, fully. When someone, like, talks to me or meets me or something, I'm a Leo and I'm an extrovert and, like, I, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just, like, was- first... Are we saying our signs? I guess so. I'm a Capricorn. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All I know is that Leo's <laughs> like to be center stage, and I don't mind it, but I actually would really rather not. She'd rather be on her couch reading a book. But there's like a level of comfort there where, literally, but also like with the person. Like you said, like if I'm feeling anxious, I'm just going to tell you. I Like I'm not up for it tonight. I don't feel good. And we should be able to do that more often. With other friends as well. Yeah, or even family members. Yeah. Um, I have times when I'm like, yeah, super excited to come see someone. And then I get super anxious about, like, I think it's the leaving my house. Mm. Um, I go over one of my brother's houses um, and we hang out. I mean, I go over all my siblings' houses. Um, but it, there's one brother in particular. I go over his house and I, like, have little mini panic attacks leaving the house, even though I know I'm going to have a good time. Right. And I, I puppy sit for this. So (laughs) this is really funny. We had to cut, but I'm going to just say that and then jump back in. Um, 
So yeah, the second like I I am on the road to that place, I think my anxiety kind of like pushes to the side. It's not like front and center anymore. Mm. Um, and then I can get there. Um, but the second plans are canceled. Um, so cut number seven of this episode because <laughs> um, mic problems and background noise. Also, and Philip, human error. <laughs> yeah, human error. Lots of human error. Um, but I think I left off on when someone cancels plans. It's like Christmas morning, especially oh, yeah. unless I'm looking forward to it. I think it depends on what it is, but like many times, if it involves like going out to a public place, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled that I don't have to go anywhere, <laughs> that I don't have to change out of my pajamas. And like, I know I'm a homebody and I know it's good for me to get out, but like, you get out enough. I do. Like, just do. the joy I have from like being able to like take something off my calendar. I cannot, I want to bottle that and sell it. It is just wonderful. Hey, Nicole, we have a candle scent for you to make. <laughs> Actually, that would be hilarious. Canceled plans. I love that. Oh, Nicole, I want like a dollar of every candle. For the record, Nicole is our mutual friend. Oh, yeah, sorry. Who will be a guest on the podcast coming up soon. Um, we had to reschedule because Julie decided to pass out at Lady Gaga. <laughs> Um, but our friend Nicole also owns a company called Bean Dog Goods and makes amazing dog bandanas and candles. Oh my God, my favorite candle, Deep Woods. Yeah, they're just amazing. So we're always trying to come up with new names for some of her scents. Canceled plans. What would canceled plans smell like? I almost said taste like. Mm, Are you eating candles? (laughs) I hope not. Because when you think of, like, Mm -hmm. the scent, I'm like, oh, the flavors. (laughs) Like, wait. Canceled plans. It would have to be very homey. But everyone's home, like, smells, like, is different. Like, you can Like, everyone... That's true. Has a comfort smell. It should be canceled plans. Make your own smell. (gasps) That's a great idea. It'll be more expensive because she has to make a single candle scent. But. I feel like we just opened a can of worms for her. You're welcome, Nicole. I love you. <laughs> All right. So the joy of canceling. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, whether they're extroverts or introverts, because sometimes like when I was really busy uh, before COVID, like I would have something to do every single day. And if someone else canceled plans, I was like so relieved to have even just like a little bit of time back, back. to myself. Yeah. Because you need time to recharge. Like, I've had times, actually since COVID ended, that I found myself making plans, like, two weeks in a row almost every single day. And I, um, I, um, oh, my God, where my brain doesn't work still. Making plans every single day, yes. Um, And I was like, no, I need to recharge. And then I, like, wouldn't do anything for another week and a half. Really trying to fit too much into the time that you have now that things were a little more open yeah. now that people were a little more available especially not for nothing like it has been the summer and in the summer I don't know about you but like it's like the few months in New England where it's warm out and we'd be outside comfortably and so like I feel like I cram as many plans as I can into the summer months um, and then I go into a little bit of hibernation which is I think normal but 
there's something about summer plans being canceled and I can just stay in the AC and like watch TV and do nothing that is really nice. Did you ever um, have like a date cancel and like you were excited for it, but then you were like, oh yeah, now I like, yeah, like I wanted to meet them, but like, I'm just going to do nothing now. Oh, hell yeah. Well, because you get anxiety like leading up to the date, especially if it's someone new that you're dating. And then even more than that, like, when it was someone that, like, I was dating but I wasn't, like, super into or, like, trying to give a chance, I'd be, like, thrilled. I'd be, like, oh, thank God. I, I tried, but this. then you canceled. Yeah. It's, like, you know, we're just so busy. <laughs> trying to think. I had someone that kept canceling but then kept being, like, no, I want to hang out with you. And that got annoying. But each yeah. time I still kind of got excited because I didn't have to go out. <laughs> Sometimes. All and I, I think time. I've. I think I've been that person, too, to be like, no, no, I really want to hang out with you. But then, like, my bad habit is that I have a tendency to, like, double book myself sometimes, especially if it's, like, something social versus something, like, business, like yeah. a photo shoot or an event or something. And I have a bad habit of doing that um, and then being like, oh, shit, and then reaching out to my friend because in my head, and this is probably not great, but sometimes, like, money sort of – oh, the opportunity to make some money, like, would trump other things. Um, but then reaching out to the person, like, no, no, I really do want to see you, but I just, like, can't right now, and I'm actually booked up for the next three weeks. Um, what does your next April look like? <laughs> like, I'm that asshole. <laughs> she t- Abby told me, like, before, like, August was going to be super busy, and then I kept canceling, and today she goes, and you thought I was the busy one. <laughs> like, there was sass in that text message. There was. I didn't use any, like, emphasizing emojis or anything it wasn't but needed i knew you'd get the tone yes so much sass um and then she lays this topic out on me um but having this conversation made me realize that i've been one to cancel plans my entire life like we my aunt used to always ask us to do fun things in the summertime and i would say yes and then it would get to the day and i would say no and my sister would go um mm. and like i missed out on so many things yeah. And, like, I would say yes. I'd get pumped that morning. And I'd be like, sorry, Auntie Kim. I can't go. I don't feel well. Yeah. And, of course, she was like, I know she feels fine. It's just her anxiety, which is a feeling. Um, it's, it's funny, though, because, like, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of guilt over not seeing people yeah. more often, especially family. Like, my nieces and nephews, I wish I saw them more often. My grandparents, I wish I saw them more often. But then, like... It's like it's one of those like actions versus words types things. Like, I, I wish I just reached out and did it, but then I'll get in my own head and be like, oh, but I really have this big work thing, so I should really, should really work late today, or I, oh, I'll do it next week, and you just like keep pushing it off and off and off. I mean, this wasn't on the, <clears throat> sorry, this wasn't on the topics, but like, when do you have a time when you realize that you push yourself to? actually go and not cancel or actually reach out and make plans um to be like I need to do this for myself like a certain time of year or like a situation no just like situation like is there times when you're like oh I've been saying no to a lot of things or just a specific thing you're like I don't want to do this but I know I need to yeah I think I'll have like a reflective moment where I realize that you know I've been like living like a hermit like it Phil, for example, is really extroverted, and then I'm very introverted. Like, I could stay in the apartment for days on end 
and be totally fine <laughs> like, and not see anyone else and just like and that's I don't know if that's just me and then the weekend comes and I'm like I feel really busy because I have to like cram everything into the weekend because it's my free time um, and I'll realize a few weeks have gone by and I like haven't prioritized anything but work or I haven't prioritized anything but downtime and I I try not to feel guilty about that because I know rest for me is a big deal because during the week I get very stressed out by work and like the millions of jobs I have going on but I will have like that reflective moment where I realize like oh shoot I gotta go and honestly if it's for this is this sounds bad but if it's for someone else and not me like if it's my nieces uh you know they need a babysitter for one night or something like I'll move things around and make sure I'm there or like if I haven't seen my mom in a while and she's feeling down or something like I'll make time to go see her but it's always for them and I need to be better about being like it's for them but it's also for me because it's good for me to get out and it's good for me to see people and it's good to socialize and not be a hermit sometimes it's nice to be a hermit um and then I just sorry my mind keeps going blank uh, but, oh, so you were saying, like, the weekend is your free time. I've been sick the past two weekends. And, like, the first one, I was so sick, I didn't care. And then I was, after I passed out and I could be going out, I was so upset. I felt like, oh, I lost another weekend. Yeah. And I was like, I lost another summer weekend. Because Monday through Friday, I'm like, I don't want to do too, like, I don't want to do too much because I'm exhausted. Um you also and have to be, like, gentle with yourself right now. Like I don't you, know how to do that. You literally just had the plague. I just want to remind you. Um, and so if you're going slower, like, that's fine. Like, that's okay. I think I was just mad. Like, I feel like there's, like, time running out yeah. in the summer. Like, not my life, but in the summer. And I want to do more. I feel like I I have spent a lot of the summer not doing things I want to. And I feel like I do that every summer. Like, I haven't gone to the beach. I kick myself at the end of every single summer. I haven't said it. Yeah. And I'll, say, like, oh, man, I wish I, like, my family has a place in New Hampshire. Like, I wish I went up and saw my cousins more. Like, I wish we did this more. I wish we did that more. Like. Yeah. Like, I wish I went to my cousin's pool, yeah. which is 10 minutes from my house. Because it goes so fast. I mean, there's only a few weekends in the summer, but it feels like the summer is so endless. You're like, this is awesome. We have so much time. Like, yeah, we'll make plans this summer. And you make all those, like, open-ended promises. I have to say, though. Because of this podcast, I've seen you more times this summer than I have been, like, in years. Like, I think since high school. That's actually really true. I mean, it's been yeah. spent indoors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's where we oh, like to be. Great. I know. I mean, I also like to be outdoors and hike and kayak. Um, yeah, you're secretly, like, a naturey person. Oh, I love it. I actually, did you see the meme I shared? And it's like, what actually happens? And it's this guy dragging this girl up this mountain. And it's like, what she posts. And it's like yes. this pretty ocean view from the top of the mountain. And I'm like, I legit just did that in Acadia. I, Amazing. This hike was, my friend would say it was easy. I, I'm not in shape. And it was like a completely vertical hike. Wow. I'm a long distance hiker. I'm not a short distance vertical yeah you were rock climbing you were that's what you were doing for us yes yeah. <laughs> so like a normal person they're like no this is like a this is a basic hike and for me that would be like a death wish yeah i don't think you would have survived it no i don't think so though 
then there was this family and there was like this old lady and I she passed me and I was like oh damn and I was so upset but then it was almost towards the top so we met up at the top and they were all super friendly um, but I was like I just died and then I had to do it in reverse and my friends like her dog's doing most of it and then there's certain parts she has to carry him she's carrying the dog yeah because he couldn't do it he's a puppy okay that's fair. oh my god I miss him he's so cute um, but I do think about that when I think about like my dad still water skis and he's like 72. This man is so active. And if I get out and take a walk around my block, that's a big deal. Oh my God, I got winded the other day because it was my first day back in the office and I hadn't been moving since um, I've been sick. And I went to the bathroom back and I think, I, I don't know if I texted you, but I texted someone else like, I just got winded walking down the hall. <laughs> And then oh, I was coughing man. up a lung because I still have coughing fits. And I was like, I want my lungs back. I wonder how much of, like, COVID and the quarantine life, like, brought out some of these. Uh, I think I already had, like, home hermit tendencies. <laughs> but I'm wondering, like, how much of quarantine and COVID sort of emphasize that or like made it okay to give in to a lot of that um and I'm sort of answering my question as I'm asking it that like yeah I'm pretty sure that that's exactly what happened the first six months of COVID were a dream and people be like oh no you mean the first three weeks but no first six months were a dream I know I didn't hate it I okay let me preface I I recognize the realities of COVID and how serious it was and that a lot of other people don't have the situations to be comfortable at home. But like, as a very clearly like a lucky person here with my partner and like I wasn't alone, thankfully. Um, I don't think I could have done this if I was like on my own. Yeah, I could not have done it alone. Or in like a different relationship or living with my parents, like someone would have died. Um, Oh, we have a whole episode (laughs) for that. But I, but I do think this, like, no, stay inside, like, take up new hobbies, like, the weird society. You made sourdough. I made, guys, oh. I never God. got one, by the way. Uh, look, I killed that sourdough starter weekly. Weekly. I don't think it was ever actually ripe and, like, alive the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> Bread shouldn't be ripe and alive, though I love sourdough. No, but the, the starter, yes. you have to, like, feed the starter. Um, But... Yeah, I I do wonder how much, like, COVID sort of, uh, like, encouraged these behaviors I already had. And I do worry about, like, making sure that I'm still social enough and that I'm going out and that I'm, like, moving my body. I think you're still social enough. Social, I think so. I think I need to move my body more and drink more water. Well, I don't need... Oh, just reminded me. I forgot your present that I got you in Austin. (gasps) Bob's around. Drink more water. And Nicole also sent me a (laughs) sticker that said drink water. And another one that was really cool. Uh, I don't. I don't drink enough water. I got you a keychain and a sticker that says (gasps) drink more water. And I just ruined it because I forgot it. You know that's going, like, right on my water cup that I forgot constantly and the keychain's gonna go right on my keys and she's not gonna drink more water and I'm probably not gonna drink but it's the thought that counts and I'm the complete opposite I drink water non-stop I show up to work with two full water bottles and then usually some other drink and my doctor the other day goes were you dehydrated when I passed out now there is no chance in hell <laughs> I was dehydrated and she's and she's like because it was hot I go yes 
but there is no chance. Like, ma'am, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, so I drank water all day, like three of these giant water bottles, maybe four, and then I had a water bottle there, and there was, yeah, there was no way. Wow. I drank a lot of water. Yeah, you were probably the most hydrated person I know. I'm, I'm pretty skill. sure that 90% of my issues could be solved by drinking more water. Probably. <laughs> I, like, drinking water, like, makes me snack less. So I've, like... Oh, my gosh, really? I've moved to drinking more water. It's really funny, because whenever I have a snack, I want something to drink. And whenever I have something to drink, I want a snack. Interesting. Especially, like, I love a good cup of tea. Yeah, I know you do. I don't drink hot things besides hot chocolate. And Abby yeah. always asks me, let's, do you want a cup of tea? And let's like, pause no. on that for a hot second. No hot pun second. intended. Julie Pausing. doesn't drink hot liquids. I drink hot chocolate. Okay, fine. When you were sick, did you have any, like, tea to help with your throat or, like, stuffiness? I had water, Gatorade, and ginger ale. Okay, those are all cold liquids. They're just... fantastic. <laughs> No ginger tea, no peppermint tea, no. No, those are gross. If you're if you're feeling nauseous, what do you do? Take some pepsin. I don't, I'm still holding three up in your face for some reason. But you just like if you're nauseous, you just drink water. Yeah. Oh my god, how do you live like this? What do you do in the cold winter months? I love the cold, you know this. I know, but how do you like warm yourself from the inside? When I so when I go outside to shovel, I get so hot and I spend so much time outside like with physical activity in the snow, I come in and I have ice water. Okay, guys. What? <laughs> it is the best feeling being outside for hours, like taking care of the snow and then coming in and having ice cold water. You can't see my you guys can't see my face right now, but I am just like shocked staring across the table at julie ice water after shoveling in like snow yeah all right we have figured out i do not regulate my body temperature correctly this is true so i get extremely hot being outside physical and like i mean i do sometimes shovel in shorts and sandals oh my god you're a true new englander i know my mom grew up in Hawaii and hates the cold. And then I'm like, I'm going to go outside in my bathing suit. <laughs> I will, like, one time the snow was so high at my house, we just opened the back slider and I just fell in in shorts and a t-shirt. And it's the best. Oh, my God. Okay, we've sort of gotten off topic at this point. We have, but it's okay. That I was l- a fantastic tangent that I'd like to discuss with you off mic as well. I would like to make you tea. You have. I don't like it. I like iced tea. But it has to be like super sweet iced tea, and that's like okay. Is it the flavor or is it the temperature that you don't like? Both, but I think it's because of the temperature that I don't like the flavor. Interesting. Okay, now this is my life's mission to find one tea that you like. I had an ex that did that too, and I nothing worked. I we thought we found one, but I think I just was like trying to please her, and I was like, yeah, I like this yeah, one. Yeah, it's great. Yay! You now know though that we've recorded this. And all of our friends, plus my mother, who is the queen of tea. Your mom's going to text me. Yeah. Hi, Mama Egan. Prepare yourself to try tea. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I, Ab, okay, I don't drink tea. Abby's the queen of leaving tea in the microwave. <laughs> and then making herself another cup of tea. Okay, called out. <laughs> like, 
We might have already talked about this, but we also could have talked about it and it been deleted because we didn't record it. No, the best thing is Nicole came over last weekend when we were supposed to do the podcast and Julie Sorry. wasn't feeling well. And I had a cup of coffee. I put it in the microwave to warm it up. And then I asked Nicole if she would like some coffee. She said yes. So I made a whole new pot of coffee. I poured both of us coffee mugs and we were drinking it. And suddenly realized that I, like the microwave had been off for multiple minutes. And I had now had two cups of coffee to finish. One time, Robbie, we were recording. You had a cold cup of coffee in front of you. A cold cup of coffee in the microwave. And we're like, I want tea. <laughs> this, this is all very on brand. This is why she doesn't leave the house. Because she can't have three cups of tea. That's true. Room temperature. They don't stay warm. And then I have to keep microwaving them. Because I don't drink them fast enough. People in Europe would be shaking their heads at you for microwaving your tea i know i'm Drink sorry i'm so sorry there's a bug flying around me yeah. it's little it's gone oh we have fruit flies. okay so okay the last topic we were going to talk about is the apology tour do you want to explain what that is the apology tour it's when you've canceled plans and not made plans for so long because you're anxious or depressed and you're just in a hole and then you finally start to emerge when you feel a little bit of happiness and like you're like, hey, sorry I disappeared. Yeah. And I love you, I miss you, I'm sorry. And I sometimes do this with specific friends. Yeah. Because like I talk to them like in different moods mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I haven't spoken to you in however long. Um, yeah, they're like, sorry I've been MIA. That's like my go-to. It's been really busy. (laughs) But yeah, it's that like, oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. After you come out of a thing and you like, I don't know. I can only speak for myself, but like sometimes when I'm in like a depressive mood or going through like a dark phase or something like that, like I don't really know I'm in it. And so it isn't until I'm like coming out of it that I realize like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. what the heck? And then I feel guilty because then I'm like, I start reflecting on like all the things I canceled or missed over the last few weeks. And yeah, you get that like text, those like every message in my texting app is like, sorry, hey, so sorry. Oh my gosh, can't believe I missed this. Whoops, I'm Daisy. sorry like, I read this six and a half days yes. ago. Sorry I left weeks. you on red. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, mine are not on. Um. Uh, yeah, and I hate that so much, but I also feel like a lot of people can relate to that because sometimes you just don't have the energy. I, I think with close friends, you and I can turn to each other and say, hey, I'm not up for it right now. And this is why. Like, I'm feeling blah, blah, blah. But with other friends where we say, like, we're looking for an excuse or we're happy when they cancel. And then weeks go by and you suddenly have to be like, oh, whoops, I'm so sorry. I was, like, really busy. And, like, I'll find myself, like, making excuses for why. I couldn't make it or why I was unavailable. And, like, you still care about those friendships. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it's easier. It's either location-based or just a connection. You have someone that's easier when you're in those spots to go to those things. So then you find yourself later on being, like, to the other people, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I wish I could just be more honest. Like, and not not feel bad about it. Because, like, I feel bad for um, not giving someone attention. But then I feel bad for not being honest 
about like why I was MIA because I'll be like, oh man, I was so busy or like, oh, it's been a crazy few weeks and like I just don't want to get into it. But like the whole point of this podcast is to make these conversations a little bit more normalized. Mm -hmm. And I, I wish it was easier for me because I'm, I'm a hypocrite if I say like, oh, we should do this because it's hard for me as well to then turn around to some of these friends I'm not super close with or don't know a ton about my mental health and then be like, hey, the reality is like I've been like I struggle with depression. It's been a rough few weeks for me. Um, like and then suggest something that you'd be comfortable with, because I think sometimes it's like zero to 100. Like, yeah, oh, my gosh, when you're in town, let's get drinks. Let's do this. Let's go here. Like sometimes I just want to be like, hey come over I'm just getting out of this like phase right now do you want to come over and like make dinner or let's order takeout or like do you want to go see a movie <laughs> or like get coffee and walk the beach or something and I, I just wish that I can only really speak for myself again but like I just wish I was more comfortable saying that to certain people in my life yeah. like obviously I say it to Julie all the time but and I say it back <laughs> um but you have the friends that you do that to or you, or just time-wise, like, your just lives don't line up. I know yeah. this is kind of very, like, going off the topic, but when you hang out, it's, like, no time has passed. Oh, I love those friends. Yes. Oh, yeah, I just... Those are the best. Those are my, like, I love them. Like, we're all just living our lives, doing the best. We'll try to keep up when we can, but, like, so many, no... Yeah, so many of my friends are moms now. Yeah, then there's and no like... need to talk every day sometimes with certain people. Like, I don't need to talk to you every single week to know that the next time I see you, we will catch up on everything and it'll be okay. And that's fine. And that's like a very, I think that's such a, like a special bond. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Because you know the love is there and if you need them, they'll be there. Yeah. Like no matter what. And the opposite of that, I was thinking about this the other day, was like proximity friends. Like there's a lot of people that I knew in college that I thought I would be friends with for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna be friends for years. Like, of course we're gonna stay in touch. And then we like move home, we get jobs, we like move into new phases of our lives. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't remember the last time I thought of that person. And it's funny to me how there are some friends who are like, I call them proximity friends because we probably lived in the same like dorm hall. And then there are other people who like, I can go a year and a half without seeing. And if I run into them, I'm like, Oh my god, you're my best friend. Yeah, I missed you so much. For however long you're around. <laughs> uh, and then I'll forget about you for a year, but not really forget about you. But see you around town. But like that person also didn't reach out. And I also think we're at a phase in our life now where you're right, like some people are becoming parents. Like everyone's in different phases of jobs and careers and mental health stage. Mental health stage. Yeah, that's a good point. I also have friends. Um, well, my boys. <clears throat> I have friends. I've, I think we've talked about this. Friends I've never met in person. Oh, yeah. Internet friends. But they're there. Oh, yeah. And I will do my apology tour for them, too. Um, even though <laughs> it's usually, like, we're just texting friends. Um, but I, like, Wait, I, friendships, my, man. My favorite thing is, like, <laughs> I'll be going through, like, a weird phase. And I'll tweet something, like, like really random or really dark or something. And not, like, depressive dark, but just kind of, like, flat and, like, not me. Because um, I'm very quippy on Twitter and, like, I, I love humor on Twitter. Um, and I'll get, like, the, the DM that's just like, hey, man, you good? <laughs> like, you right? You all right? <laughs> um, and it's nice because it's, like, a few of my online friends, like, uh, one I, I did meet in person. 
like during birthright actually like when we went to israel and everything and like but I have not seen her since, and we connected back on Twitter, and now we text. And it's it's so nice. It's so great, like, having, um, like, a connection with someone. Like, I don't see her every day, but, like, we talk about big topics. And then I have other friends who I've, like, FaceTimed with a few times, but, like, one of my friends, um, he lives in Wales. Like, that's a very far well, away place. Oh, he followed me on Instagram. Yes, he's very funny. Um, I want to get him on the podcast at some point. <laughs> okay, I'm down. But, yeah, like, we've never met in person, and, like, that's a friendship I, I hold dear as well. And so I think – but I do. You're right. I do the apology tour even if I they're not my in-person friends, too. I want a name drop right now. I mean, it's not, like, a name drop, like, famous person, but long-term internet friend who has been here since – was the friend that helped me when I was in the hospital, right before I went to the hospital, and then was there the second I got out. Callie, I love you. We'll meet someday. We're supposed to go to Vegas for our 30th, even though she already turned 30. We'll figure this out. <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, I'll, I'll thank my other friends throughout the thing. But, like, we can go a while without talking. Or we'll send hay, a hay, and then the next week we'll send hay and hay and it goes nowhere. <laughs> but we're still there. You're just like, this is a pulse check. I'm just letting you know I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, it's basically the hay means I love you. Um, but, like, I know she's always there. If I need her, she's there. And when we first started being friends, um, she only had, she had Max, and um, we would FaceTime, and I, I didn't have an iPhone then, so I'd steal my dad's uh, iPad, mm. and Max would take her iPad and like bring me into the room and start playing with his toys oh. like I was there, and I'm like, I need to meet Max, and was, Callie, sorry if I name-dropped your son. No, we don't have that many listeners yet. <laughs> Um, but Kelly, I love you, and I'm very thankful for our friendship, even though we haven't met. That was a nice shout-out to different types of friendships and how they don't all have to look the same or have to be the same. And I also think it's really great that we both found, like, communities online, as well as in person, but, like, specifically online, who are supportive of, like, our mental health journeys and who have, like, been supportive of the ups and downs we've had. Because I know I have plenty of friends, like, in person who, you know, I mean, we might not talk every day, but I could call them if I was having an issue or something. But there's something to be said, like, there's something to be said about someone who has literally never met you in person and still going out of their way to, like, check in and care. Oh, yeah. I think it makes it kind of stronger because you don't have those let's make plans and hang out and, like, actually see each other. It just feels... Like, it's pure emotion connection. Yeah, because it's it all communication. Great. It's all typing to each other or talking and FaceTime. Um, sorry, I had to do that shout-out. No, I need great. to stop saying sorry. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is this – are you are you apology-touring while we're still on the podcast I right won't. now? I apology-tour <laughs> my life. Who – oh, I made a mistake at work. And I had – I'm, like, creating little projects for this uh, this woman because um, she doesn't have, like, a full title yet, and she's still figuring things out. And I realized I didn't save something right, so she did it completely wrong, and she had to go back and redo it. And I kept saying sorry, and I had, like, a little – she's like, can I do this one? And I was like, let me triple check that I did this one right. And she's like, Julie, it's fine. Mm. Like, nothing's wrong. Like, I did not mind going back, and it wasn't, like, a huge project. Um, but I say sorry all day long. Sorry, sorry. I will, like, bump into, or someone else will bump into me, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm just, like, 
I think it was um the best example is I went and got my nails done a few like a few months ago, and this woman like uh, was using like the nail file and accidentally cut me, and instead of like telling her, she like asked me if I was okay, and I was like, "Yep, I'm fine." Wait, that has happened to me too. How did they cut you with a nail file? It was like too sharp, and she like literally i think she just like filed my skin away but like yep. she could have cut my finger off and i would have been like this is great thank you so much <laughs> like, this is wonderful and this then i think it was not on the list but no. yes and then i think i apologized to her as i was like getting up because like my she like put my sandals on my feet or something and i i don't know i think i stood up wrong or something and i was like i'm so sorry as if i'm just like existing wrong in her presence i do that all the time <laughs> Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm very sorry. I feel like that's a very, like, feminine Apologizing for our existence. Yeah, like, we apologize for everything. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, I'm sorry I'm saying like so much. I'm trying to think of my male friends and if they ever feel like they say sorry too much or apologize for things that, like, I don't think they feel that urge or, like, I don't have enough guy friends to tell you. I'm going to do a poll. I'll do a Twitter poll. How do you make sure? What, what, you could do an Instagram poll, too. I could do an Instagram poll, too. Although I think most of our listeners are. Are women. Are, yeah. Or Actually, I would love to do a poll to figure out, like, who our listeners are. Like, age demo- demographics and locations. and. Well, I have our locations. That's awesome. On the website, it tells me. It doesn't, like, give exact locations, but we have, like, a heat map. And can, well, maybe we can, maybe I can throw out, like, a some polls on Instagram and get some feedback from our listeners to see if they have that same um, urge to say sorry to inanimate objects and situations that they're not even in control of. Uh, Like, I apologize whenever I'm, like, asking someone to do something for me. Like, it's in my right to ask this person to do this service for me, and I will still apologize for asking. This makes me think, sorry, I got an email today from... Um, you just you said this makes me think sorry I got an email today (laughs) this makes me think of an email I got today at the end of the day I had sent someone important paperwork that I had signed and they I cannot as a policy of my work send this to the person that actually needs to sign it next Mm. it's like conflict of interest Um, and I sent it to this man and he sends it back and he's like Julie you need to send this to so-and-so. And I'm like, not even, hey, can you send this? Or, like, will you, like, yeah, are you supposed to send this? It was direct. just, you need to send this. No sorries. No, he didn't even sign it. And I, like, signed my email. It's like, I'm so sorry that I'm asking you this question. I'll give you my firstborn child. <laughs> like, what can I do for you for you to answer this one thing for me? That is part of your job. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I'm totally emailing people part of their job, and I respond so fast. And other like people from different companies take like two weeks, and I'm like, our company like we we have to like answer and like be so polite and like take care of things. And I'm like, yeah. how do they get away with this? But I'm also with my exam. I'm I want to be like sorry in every email. It's like I always make sure have a great day. Let me or know if you like, need I always add these like caveats, like "Would you mind?" or like "If you have time," or "No rush, feel free to get back to me whenever you want." And I get yelled at all the time um, for using like too passive a voice all the time. And I'm like, "Oh man, I gotta just write my emails like a like a man. I gotta just apparently use no exclamation points, 
no question marks, no apologies, and just state exactly what I want. Yeah, it's, yeah, I gotta stop being so, oh my god, I'm so sorry to send you this email at your work email that you're paid to answer. That it's your <laughs> job to give me this answer. And you're late already. But I'm sorry for asking you. And oh, I'm man. sorry that my boss is having me ask you again because you didn't answer three weeks ago. So maybe it's less of an apology tour and it's more of an apology lifestyle. <laughs> we just live sorry. I'm just going to get a tattoo. Oh my god. I'm gosh. sorry. That is so funny. I need to do the, the Demi Lovato apology tour, the sorry, not sorry. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm going to start singing it, but I can't because our podcast will be taken down. So I'm going to dance to it in my head. <laughs> Copyright. Um, anything you want to add about making plans, canceling plans, the joy of canceling plans, the apology tour? Um, please continue to cancel plans with me, my friends that are listening. <laughs> um, I'll say, oh, no, that sucks. But in my head, I'll be doing jumping jacks. I'll already... My bra is already off. I'm already in my pajamas. I'm already on the couch. It's so relatable. Even if I was in my car, I would be, I might go like get food for myself or ice cream and then just come back home and be comfy. So yes. continue to cancel plans. I love you. Please don't get mad at me for canceling plans, especially as we go into the fall because I have depression and then my seasonal depression. And I've had probably the, some of the worst three weeks of my life. Um, it's been a rough August. It has been a very rough August, which we can, we'll do another episode on grief. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, it's going to be a rough fall for me. So I'm going to cancel. I, and I'm, this is my pre-apology tour. Yes, this is your pre-apology tour. Um, and stick with me and check in on um, me. Memes, I feel like, are a perfect love language for yes. when someone is in you know, a tough time. I send Julie memes constantly. I feel we can be talking on like eight different platforms and I'll just be sending you like a variety of content entertainment and then I'll text you just like hey like we haven't had a full conversation all day but I've sent you like a million things to look at my favorite is when I go on to Twitter and you have sent me like six different things <laughs> from like two weeks and I go back and I'm like this is funny this is funny this is funny. no the best thing is like Aww. Julie's not on Twitter very often and when I like feel like, and I do the same thing for our friend Chris. I do the same thing for my husband Phil. I like curate material for all of you, and that you were like, I think there's probably five people I send messages to, but you three are probably the top three. And I just constantly anything I see that I'm like, oh yeah, she'd love that. I like send it to all like one of you guys, and then all of you will come back like weeks later and be like, oh, hey, this is really funny. And I'll have to scroll back so far to find out what you're even reacting to. <laughs> but I, I, I feel usually like I'm go like... in opposite order too. I start from the bottom <laughs> and then I go back in time. I'm just like creating my own little Twitter newsletter for all of you. I love it. Please continue. I, I will once a year send you something on Twitter. <laughs> I use Twitter to be a Karen. That's what I use it to tweet companies and yell at them. <laughs> Because I can't do it in person. Because I'll be like, I'm so sorry. Do you ever complain? Sorry, this is, I have to add this. Do you ever complain to a company for something they did wrong? And then you're like, to the person, you're like, I'm so sorry. I know this isn't your fault. But I have to complain. I hope yes. you don't get in trouble. Like, I don't want you to lose money. Well, I'm not apologizing to the corporation. I'll apologize to the worker. Yeah, that's me. I was like, right. I'm so sorry. So I'm like, you know what? You, this is just your job. 
like this is your job and you have to put up with like annoying claims like this all the time like you didn't invent the whatever it is I'm complaining about yeah and you don't run the whatever company I'm complaining about and so I always have to be like look I get it (laughs) I've been in customer service too like I've worked customer service many times in my life I hate me too right now however I have to do this so let's work together (laughs) to screw the company (laughs) give me my money back what can you give me? I hate complaining on DoorDash because I'm always like, you're not going to take money from the driver, right? Because they were fine. I feel the same way about Instacart. It's the company. Same. I, like, if someone messes something up, I'm like, ah, like, I don't, they work so hard and that is, like, not an easy job. And I'm the lazy SOB who's at home ordering my groceries to be delivered and it's, like, a really weird assortment of food that this person's delivering. I'm always worried they're judging me for my order. They for sure are. Um, however, I've gotten past it at this point. <laughs> I stopped. We did it all during COVID. Um, I'll probably start again in the winter. Sorry, people. I have a really long driveway. I tried not to do it when the gas prices got really, really high. Yeah. Just because ridiculous. that felt mean. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we go to the book of the episode and the song of the episode? We, we'll take a pause so you can make sure you, you have the right book. Thank you so much. Um, I think for a lot of people that um, other people can be like draining and exhausting and even the thought of other people can be draining and exhausting and I am definitely one of those people that feel that way. Um, I think the thing I ask my husband all the time is like, do you gain energy by being with people or do you drain energy by being with people? And I, I get drained. I gain energy by being by myself and having some alone time. And not everyone's like that. Some people, you know, they, with their correct group of friends or with an energetic atmosphere, they, they feel alive. And that's so fantastic. I love that for them that's not me or me yeah um and so making plans I will sometimes pre like freak out about it like pre-stress about an event that's going to drain me before it's even happened um which leads to like me canceling on them or sometimes like it's not even on purpose I'll like get myself so worked up in a tizzy that I start to feel sick and then I'll be like, oh, man, I can't come out tonight. I'm not feeling well. And I need to just stay home. And that, and I feel like that's okay. I try really hard to, like, push myself to not do that very often um, by, like, setting a game plan of, like, who am I going to see there? What am I going to do there? Like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to leave by 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And, or, like, give myself an outline to say, like, all right, it's all right. You're not – you don't have to stay there forever till 2 a.m. unless you really want to. Um Hit these three check marks and you can leave. Right. It's like a Sims event. Like I can get the gold, the gold trophy if I. And you run around like yeah. a Sims that doesn't yes. know what's going on. If you stay too long, you're like, ah. But I, I think it should be something that people talk about more often that it's okay to leave a party early if you're checked out by then. Or it's okay to, um, you know, like pre-stress or talk about your stress about something. Because I mean, I find that if I text a friend who's also going and say, like, what are you wearing? What are we doing? What are we eating? Like, it, it might seem not very easygoing, and it can be really annoying for other people who are just kind of, like, flow, go with the flow, like, mm-hmm. live life that way. Um, but for me, it's, like, it helps me stop the pre-stress that happens 
And so I think people that are feeling that should feel more comfortable talking to their friends about it and saying like, okay, I'm really nervous about this thing coming up. Can like we chat about what is going to happen there? Um, Cause then maybe I wouldn't cancel as many plans if I felt more in control of my own like actions for that evening. And if they always told you what the parking situation was before you got there, that's mine. That's so, always it's so funny. Parking. You're not the first person to say that lately. I don't ever stress about parking. I do. I stress about food a lot. And I think it's because I have more like dietary restrictions than you. Yeah. Um, but parking something I never stress about. Now, no, I, I mean, do. now that I'm like saying it out loud, I'm probably going to stress about it next week. But I'll. That'll be a whole episode. Yeah, we'll invite someone else in. <laughs> um, I have one more thing. Mm-hmm. You can catch me on the Julie Apology Tour this fall. <laughs> Tickets are free, and I'll be bouncing into a text message near you. Um, t shirts will be available. That will cost you money. <laughs> And the t-shirt, instead of saying, like, I got this t-shirt at Niagara Falls, it's like, I got this t-shirt when Julie canceled on me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which just says, Julie canceled, and then fall 2022. <laughs> yep, this is happening. I'm going to make it, like, a tour poster and everything. Okay, we're uh, going to talk about books and music. Give us a minute. Time for Song of the Episode. That's obnoxious, but I'm keeping it. Um, okay, I have the perfect song for this episode. Um, it's by Shy Martin. Um, it's called Can I Call You Back? And I just played it for Abby for the first time, and it's just the perfect song. Um, so listen to it. I went, we're gonna post it on our story. Um, and now here's Abby with a book recommendation. So the book recommendation of episode five is going to be Spoiler Alert by Olivia Dade. This book is actually, um, it's a contemporary romance, and it's based on like a fan fiction uh, love story, sort of. And I thought this was so perfect because it's it has a little bit of found family with online friends who become family members and they like build their own community. Um, and for someone who grew up reading and writing fanfic, I just loved this immensely. It involves a full figure heroine, so she's got curves and she loves it. Um, and she's confident with her body. Uh, and it involves writers and they write fanfic back and forth. And there's, they are in an, uh, uh, they are anonymously writing online, and so they don't know who they are in real life. And there's this whole thing about like dual lives. Um, and I just thought it fit really, really well with our discussion about like friends online who check in when we're having our apology tours. And so if you are into fanfic, if you're into contemporary romance, if you're into found families or any stories about writers, go check out Spoiler Alert by Olivia Dade. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at livelaughlorazepam and slide into our DMs to share your story or provide feedback. Make sure you subscribe. If you or anyone you know are experiencing suicidal thoughts or any mental health distress, please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255.